0: Good afternoon and welcome to the City View podcast. I'm Andy Sylvester here in the City AM newsroom. In a minute, I'll be joined by our economics and markets correspondent Chuck Barnett to sort through the rate rise speculation ahead of this Thursday's meeting of the Monetary Policy Committee. But for now, it's the headlines in the city. And it appears 2022 will be the year of the activists with interest in Vodafone this weekend to add to a long corporate list that already includes Aviva, BT, and Unilever. Vodafone are reported to be looking to shore up their position against any unwanted attention. Those reports enough to send the stock up this morning. In truth, UK-listed firms are prime for activist interest. After all, they remain broadly undervalued, and too many of them, frankly, look a little flabby. A little scrutiny might be a good thing for some of them. Elsewhere, there's good news in the city with the new Broadgate quarter development near Liverpool Street now at 99% occupancy. It's a welcome reminder that the city isn't dead quite yet. And Purple Bricks have painted a happy story this morning after weeks of disappointing news with the firm's CEO saying the estate agent was back on track. And Truth will have to wait a little while to see if he's telling the truth. Tata Motors, the owner of Jaguar Land Rover, reported a loss on the year driven by pandemic-related sales falls and not helped by chip shortages. Dolce & Gabbard Barnett announced their ditching fur and there may even be relief on the way for publishers with the government plan reportedly in the works to work out a functional revenue sharing arrangement for content producers rather than seeing all the value of content produced in newsrooms just like this one lost to Google and Facebook's digital ads market. Uh, now Jack Barnett is <laughs> chuckling away at my <laughs> rather obvious vested interest on that one. Um, our economics and markets correspondent we have got a well we think we have a rate rise on Thursday we Quite sure, yeah. but the Monetary Policy Committee is going to meet if they do hike rates. Um, it will be the first back to back rate rise since 2004. 2004. Yeah. Um, market seems to be pricing it in. Obviously, we've priced in rate rises before that haven't happened, thinking yeah. particularly of November of last year when Andrew Bailey managed to annoy just about everyone. But it does feel like the tide is, is certainly shifting towards that,
1: yeah, definitely. Um you know, much like November, financial markets have done most of the heavy lifting uh, for the bank ahead of their meeting on Thursday. So there's a, the, they're kind of pricing about a 90% chance of a 25 basis point uh, rate hike on Thursday. Um, some are even pricing, it's, it's kind of looking forward beyond Thursday into mm. the rest of the year. About a third of the market is pricing in uh, five rate hikes this year, which would take borrowing costs to 1.5% by the end of the year. Mm. Um, I don't think they've been that high since January 2009, mm. so it uh, could be a year uh, of of records. But I think th- there's a bit of an explainer here, and it goes back to the reasons why so many people were annoyed in November when um, they didn't hike rates. Is that uh, if you raise interest rates into you know a high yielding environment where government bond yields mm. are increasing, um, you know you've already got interest rates where you want them to be. So you don't, you know, you don't need. There's not so much of a shot to the financial system. Mm. Um, so if they if they decided to not not do it on Thursday again, it's, uh, it, arguably it would upset even more
0: people in the city <laughs> than it did in November. We will we will see. I mean, five rate rises is a lot. Mm. I mean, there are other implications beyond you know purely the spending and spending versus save argument. Uh, not least in the treasury, who will be looking at. Their balance sheet and the cost of servicing mm. the UK's rather sizable borrowing mountain. Um, a hike of interest rates to, to, as you say, 1.5% would, and I'm trying to think, it's probably about 20, 25 billion quid extra mm. in servicing those debts. Um, which Rishi Sena would have to deal with and um, doesn't give him much space for tax cuts if he was interested in such things. Um, but when you, you know, you've been talking to a lot of economists the last few weeks. If the common wisdom is four or five rate rises, what could change the bank's mind? Do you think? Let's say, let's take that as the the base scenario that we all think is going to happen. Why would the bank go slower? Why would the bank not shift gears as often? Yeah. I think it's
1: the, the the big thing that most people are pointing towards now, and they're right to do so. Is is this cost of living crunch um, and the impacts of that on people's spending um, over the next year or so? Now, if, if People start to pull back on spending um, over the course of 2022. Um, that has quite severe implications for growth uh, in the UK. Again, which we said before, is very, very heavily reliant on Brits going out to pubs, restaurants, mm. spending all this money. So the bank's got a really, it's got a tricky balancing act, whereby you know it needs to weigh up the the implications of not getting on top of this inflation crisis, whilst also at the same time ensuring that we do have quite sustainable growth. Um, I think the thing to note now is that the bank, and not just not just the Bank of England, kind of across rich countries now, is that there's there's been quite a sharp policy pivot towards targeting inflation, getting inflation back down to target. Mm. you obviously had drawing Powell last week saying that you know it's, it is time to remove ultra stimulative policy yeah. for the U.S. economy. So I think. You know the main headwind towards the bank not embarking on this this big rate height cycle over the course of the next year is 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 a quite a sharp drop from spending. But mm. you know if, if it seems very much now that the wind is blowing towards targeting inflation and getting on top of that, and you know to hell with growth.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is a philosophical point about the point of the Bank of England, right? Because you know is it there to keep inflation broadly around two percent and keep stability within the system, or is it there to stimulate growth? Um, it was made independent, frankly, to make the former more important than the right. latter. Um, I don't think there is any question that over the past year or so, the politics of, of the of the economy and the state of the economy was no doubt influenced, um, I think, some of the decision-making at the MPC. Or I don't don't really see the logic for, for rates staying as they did as often as they did last year. Right. Remind us quickly before you shoot back to your desk to file... Well, I'll copy for tomorrow. eh? Um, US rate rise, we think, in March. Um, Has anything more kind of come out of the Fed decision-making last week? Anybody pouring over the minutes? Or is it very much, hold your horses, wait till March, and we'll see how quickly this this is going to go? Well, there was quite an interesting –
1: the FT actually had a piece um, today uh, speaking to quite a senior um, policymaker at the Fed saying that Again, just reinforcing the fact that rate hikes are very much on their way over the course of the next year. A couple of notes out over the weekend from Goldman, notably, who have now um, they penciled another rate hike from the Fed. Uh, They now got it at five over next year. And then Bank of America, a little bit more punchy, they've got seven rate Mm. hikes over the course of the next year, which I imagine will be quite be sending some um, investors in Wall Street quite
0: frit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. well lots to report on and lots to write about over the next year i think i don't think we'll be um something the last time we talked about interest rates and inflation on this program um in the uk of course one last thing before we do go uh keeping you here for just a minute is there's some more information about uh energy price cap as people start looking down the road obviously we know in april that it will go up from where it is now about 1250 to somewhere in the region of 1850 1900 pounds a year big hit to people's pockets mm. now looking like according to most forecasters It'll go up again in October, and that's only going to put further pressure on inflation.
1: Yeah, and uh, well, that's that. You know, it's just feeding into this narrative that inflation is not transitory; mm. it's going to be something which is going to spike for quite a while.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's very true. Jack, let's leave it there. That's all from us at City TV Podcast as we kick off the week. What is sure to be a newsworthy one. We'll be back tomorrow. See you soon.